Welcome to Bloom Booster, a cannabis business and culture show where we interview people from across the cannabis industry and get them to share their tips to help you grow. I'm your host, Sam Q. Grows Houston, co-founder of Cannabuzz. This week, we have a bonus episode with Connor Sheffield, a teenage medical cannabis patient and NASCAR driver who successfully fought to change the laws in Maryland to allow students to take their medicine at school. We also talked to Connor about how he uses cannabis as medicine and the journey he took to successfully change the laws where he lives. Connor also talks talks about how all of this has an impact on his NASCAR career as well. This episode, I'm also joined by JR Token as my co-host. He's my co-founder at Cannabuzz, and he too is a cannabis patient, a medical patient, and I was happy to bring him on so we could get him and his perspective onto the show. This episode is sponsored by the Cannabuzz Swag Shop, so grab yourself a hat, t-shirt, hoodie, stickers, and more on our online store. You can find it at shop.cannabuzz.app. And of course, you can learn more about Cannabuzz on our website at cannabuzz.app or search Cannabuzz on the App Store or Google Play Store. And if you have a question, feedback about our podcast, or just want to get in touch, just email us at admin at cannabuzz.app. Well, that's about it. Let's get into the show. Hello and welcome everyone. Welcome to the Bloom Booster podcast. Today I'm joined by my co-founder at Cannabuzz. This is JR Token with me and he's uh, brought us together with a special guest, Connor Sheffield. And so I think JR Token has a, a great connection here with Connor and I'd love for JR to kick us off with our new guest, Connor Sheffield. Excellent. Uh, so welcome everybody to the show today our special guest is connor sheffield uh connor is a high school senior in maryland uh he's a nascar driver and wouldn't be here today if it weren't for cannabis uh connor suffers with chronic intestinal pseudo obstruction and has an ileostomy which disconnects his digestive tract uh connor's uh fought for uh, legislated, legislation to help pass a law in Maryland allowing minors to receive their medicine from a school nurse during school hours, which is a big deal. That's a big deal. Uh, Connor also won two huge Maryland Cannabis Awards. Uh, he won the Cannabis Person of the Year and Cannabis Patient Advocate of the Year uh, for having the courage to stand up and fight for cannabis as medicine. Uh, and that's a lot. So welcome to the show, Connor. Thank you. It's, it's great to be on here. I love doing stuff like this. Good. We're glad to have you. So let's get into the fun stuff first. Uh, let's talk about your passion in racing. Uh, I understand you had an influential NASCAR driver visit you uh, while you were in the hospital and that sparked a fire inside you. Uh, can you explain how you got from that day in the hospital to where you are now competitively? Uh, I've, I've kind of always had um. Uh, well, okay. So how I got into racing is it's, it's, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a story. So I was, oh, my dog's coming in. Hello. <laughs> so I, I've been dealing with, with the, with this uh, struggle with my, um, my medical, you know, my medical situation for pretty much my entire life. And I, uh, I tried playing a lot of sports when I was younger. I played football for a little while. I played uh, baseball. I was really good at baseball, um, played soccer, tried to get into golf, tried to get into lacrosse everything pretty much tried it been there done that and uh it just kind of got to the point with my with my um with my situation that i could no longer really perform very well in sports like those and 
so we just kind of my parents my parents really wanted me to be like involved with something while I was going through all that they didn't want me to just you know sit around the house and be depressed and 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 and, and you know whatnot and so we ended up finding um quarter midget racing through some family friends and that um we weren't too good at it our first year it wasn't it was it was a really really rough journey um, but we, you know, it, it took me a little while to find my love, but I definitely did find it. And, you know, where I am today is, uh, completely, completely opposite of where I was six years ago, to say the least. Excellent. That kind of leads into the next question and we can start talking about cannabis as medicine. Um, tell me about a good day and a bad day before you had cannabis in your life compared to a good day and a bad day after you've had cannabis in your life? Right. Uh, so a good day for me, say six years ago, um, a good day for me back then was probably, I, I would have had eaten one meal, uh, if even that, um, maybe just a little bit of pain through, through the day, um, just, kind of, just kind of hanging on, hoping that I'm, that I'm not in the hospital. And a really bad day back then would have been like going into surgery. I'm sorry if you can hear my dog barking in the background. I don't, <laughs> but yeah, so oh, back yeah. then, yeah, uh, back then I used to, you know, a bad day would be looking forward to a surgery, which it's, it sounds, it's, it sounds terrible, but you know, that's just how it was. And, and today, a good day for me is being able to go out and, and, and enjoy three, uh, three meals a day without having any pain. Uh, I'm able to go out and see my friends, hang out with people, um, just live my life. Uh, whereas a bad day now is something more like I'm, I'm still dealing with the symptoms of, of um, I'm still dealing with my symptoms, but just toned down a lot, lot less. Excellent. Excellent. Um, and so um, how did your parents uh, first learn that cannabis could be an option for you? And how did that all go down? So I think we've, I think we've known for majority of the time that cannabis was an option, but it wasn't something that we even wanted to consider because of the stigma surrounding it. And we didn't know what it was going to do. So there were, um, there was this guy that my, that my parents knew named Bobby and he works at nature's care and wellness, um, here in, here in Maryland, which is a dispensary that, uh, I love. It's, it's pretty much my second home. I, I love everybody there. And, um, He's, he would, he had been trying to get me on medical cannabis ever since he started following my journey. Cause he saw that it could help me. Uh, but my parents and I, we were like, okay, that's silly. What's that going to do? Right. We were doing that for years, years. And when, when, when things got really, really bad towards the end of 2018, it was literally our only option. It was the only, it was the last thing that we could do. Uh, I tried every other medication on the shelf. And I say this, I say this all the time non-FDA approved, non-minor approved, you name it. I tried it and it, it didn't, didn't work for me. It didn't do anything. And, and I always suffered really, really bad side effects. So that's when we just said, screw it. What do we have to lose? It's the, it's the last thing. And uh, we tried it and, and it was, it was the only thing I'd ever tried that had ever taken away my pain completely and made me hungry and taken away all my nausea. I, I don't, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to recreate the feeling that I felt the, the first time that I ever tried it. It was, it was, it was a mix of just like, okay, is this really happening? Or is my brain just trying to convince me that this is working, but it worked and it was, it was really working and it still works. And I'm living a completely different life now than, than, than where I was even the day that I started taking it. 
I'm, you know, I'm, I'm here. I'm alive. Like I, like I always say, I'm, I'm, I'm alive because of it. And I'm just, I'm doing good. I'm thriving. So would you say that your medical struggles and, and enduring all that has helped you for the trials of racing? I think, I think um, going through the worst part of, of my, uh, my medical situation at the same time as going through my hardest year of racing in my entire life, those two together really, it, it threw a bit of a curveball because I wanted to be, I wanted to be at the track every single, every single weekend, but I had to come to terms with the fact that I wasn't going to be able to because of what was going on with me. And it was, it was really just, we have to get out of the hospital. It was, it was the thing of, of, I have to get better by the weekend <laughs> so that I can go to the track and race. And it was like that for a really long time. And I think, I, I think having to, to really power through um, just, it was a field of, of, of healthy kids. And then there was me and I was usually finishing either towards the back or in the middle. And I was really, I was really, really trying. And I, and I think just the combination of all these things, it made me, it made me not only want to do better, it made me want to feel better so that I could do even better, you know? So just, yeah, I definitely think that, uh, yeah, I think that it's, it's definitely it helped a lot. Yeah, I kind of can identify with that. I take uh, a full extract cannabis oil on a daily basis. And um, I know on the days that I'm doing the worst and, and I'm not hungry and I just don't feel like doing anything, um, those are the days that I find it helps the most. Um, I, I used to only take it in the evening because uh, I wanted to have it help me sleep. But then I started microdosing uh, during the day and that seems to help carry me through the day uh, and helps me with my situation. Um, so uh, what form of uh, cannabis do you consume and how do you consume it? So I, uh, I consume uh, microdoses of CBD oil, THC oil. I'll, you know, I'll interchange depending on how I'm feeling or if I um, like depending on what I need. Uh, in the morning, I'll take a, I'll take a small dose. Uh, in the in the middle of the day, I'll take a small dose, and then at night, I'll take I'll take a small dose. So three times throughout the day. And um, again, very very small. I don't I probably don't take any more than fifty milligrams throughout the day. So super super small dose. And you know the the schools are making so we're making a huge deal out of it because it's federally illegal. But I'm glad that we were able to get through that last year. Yeah, that's crazy. Um... Do you have or have issues with uh, ac uh, safe access to cannabis and cannabis oil? Yeah, we, we used to. We used to have a, a really, well, okay, we still do, but we used to with the school. Um, right now, the concern is the racetrack. That's a very, very, that's an actually um, something that we're looking to hopefully work on with some of these, with some of the bigger name uh, racing places and you know, I mean, I, I do struggle at the track. I do have my days where I struggle a little bit. Um, so that is, I guess that is a bit of a struggle with safe access, but you know, at least here in Maryland, after I, uh, after we got the school sorted out, I think right now here at home, I think, I think I'm, I think I'm doing pretty all right. That's great. That's great. And so, um, how do your peers react to the fact that you use cannabis on a daily basis and that you use cannabis at school? Yeah. A lot of them, a lot of them used to kind of make remarks and, and, you know, they used to say like stupid things, but I, now everybody is, is very supportive and all my friends and family, they all know, they see how I've progressed. Even new friends that have seen my old pictures, they, 
they can see where I am today uh, compared to where I was not even not even two years ago and and say that it's it's changed not only me it's not only made me healthier but it's it's changed just the way that I look at things it's changed pretty much everything about me and it's it's made me better it's made me a better person it's made me feel better it's made me grow it's made me hungry it's made me stop being in so much pain it's it's really completely changed my life and everybody sees that so thank god people don't say anything anymore um it, it the only times that my friends will really ever say anything is, is they'll say like, like, look, you know, they'll just tell me to, if I'm feeling down, they'll be like, look where you were all these years ago. Now look where you are. And it's, it's just good to hear stuff like that. That is great. That's excellent. Um, and so now you've been politically active in your community. Uh, tell us about some of the legislation that you were involved in. So like I mentioned earlier, we had some struggle with the schools, uh, with the, with the schools. Um, for a, for a while, they weren't they weren't letting me use my medication in school. So the so what the process was was my um my parents would have to drive to the school. I'm sorry, my dog is. I don't know why my dog's barking. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, sorry, where was I? I lost my train of thought. You were we were. He was asking about um the you've been politically active in legislation right. so which what legislation so you're talking about the schools you're struggling yeah with okay. at school thank you thank you um no worries so pretty much the process was that my my dad would have to come to the school from from work they work from home so, they, so they'd have to come to the school sign me out of class take me off school property entirely so not just like i can go sit in the parking lot or whatever like i have to be completely off school property in our vehicle uh, administer, wait a little while, go back in, sign back in, into class. Most of my classes were on the second and third floors. So I would miss 30 to 40 minutes of class time. Uh, it was, it was a really big issue and it, we had to get it solved as soon as possible. And it, it, it did take us, uh, roughly a year, but we did get it done and we got it done way quicker than anybody thought. Um, a lot of people were saying that it was going to take, like, it was going to take years and we got it done in less. So with that said, um, being active in, in politics and there at your school and then at a state level, and then obviously politics has been in the news a lot lately, what advice would you give to people um, where they are if they want to make progress in terms of cannabis safe access, maybe for their kids or maybe some other cause that they're passionate about with respect to cannabis? What advice would you give to people to, to make an impact? If there, if there is any kind of safe access issues, there should be no fear in trying to actually get something done about it. Um, because when, when, you, when, you, when you put it down for people and when you tell them what it is and you tell them how you use it, they begin to understand, especially if you enlighten them on your, on your previous situation before you were using it. So for example, in mine, uh, we would show a lot of the um, a, a lot of the delegates and senators and, and, and um, all the political people would show them my old pictures and they would look at me and they'd be like, this is not this isn't the same person. This has to be a completely different person. Yeah. Um, and to a lot of people, it was just unbelievable. And it's it, again, it's, it's not only it's not only me with the, with these kinds of things. There's uh, there's um, something like 250 uh, minor patients in the state. And. I think I can speak for every single one of them when I when I say that my my year of trying to get that law passed and then it actually passing, I think that can hopefully be um, something for for people not just minors who are struggling with things like sports, 
but um, hopefully other patients um, across the entire country, not even just in the state. Hopefully it can, it can, it can inspire people to really get things done, whether, whether it's legal in their state or not. What would you suggest that how, how should they get started? Like you said, so it took like, so kind of to recap the time, like you said, you started working on this and then what was it a year and some change later, yeah. this change happened. Um, how do you get started? Do you just like send some emails and, and or what, you know what I mean? So, okay. So it's kind of funny how, how we got it started. What I, what I, what I'll say to any, just anybody who's trying to get it, uh, trying to get this started, contact local lawmakers, contact your local delegates, contact your local senators, your, your, you know, contact any of them and just see if they would be interested in trying to get that done. You know, phone calls, emails, anything. It, it, it works. It pays off. I promise it does. I, I, not just me, but even, even friends and, and people out of state that I, that I know who've gotten things done fairly recently within the past few years. Um, but for me, what ended up happening was uh, the, 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 the main delegate who got the bill written actually overheard my parents talking about the situation with school at a, at a restaurant which, cool. so we ended up being really fortunate there because we probably wouldn't have ever even thought of doing something like that unless, unless she overheard it. Interesting. So it's, not, but um, it seems like what you're highlighting as well. And I, I, get, I think we've also seen this in other states. It's that personal story that really connects right. the value with people. So it's, it's reaching out to these um, representatives or people on the school board or whatever, who these people are. And then sharing that story with them and really making it like real to them, it sounds like is really kind of the two the two big parts there. Yeah, well, I think that I think that was part of the whole problem to begin with is we were all told the lie that cannabis has no medicinal value. Right. And and so that was the that that was the mindset of just about everybody in this country, you know, except for the people who knew. And mm -hmm. so it's it's up to us to have uh, advocacy in our own story. And I believe that's true for you is, uh, you know, you're an advocate in your own story. And I think that speaks out to a lot of people. And I understand that you received some honors uh, that we talked about in the beginning of your introduction. Would you like to talk a little bit uh, about uh, some of those special honors and how does it feel uh, to help represent the cannabis community as a whole? Yeah, things things are things right off the top of my head. Um, I've uh, obviously the awards that you mentioned at the beginning, which were the Cannabis Patient of the Year and the Cannabis Person of the Year. Um, I was recognized by Maryland State Comptroller uh, Peter Franchot, actually at my school in the middle of the school day. Funnily enough, um, there you know, there's been a whole lot of things, and it's I don't know how to I don't really know how to explain the feeling because it's 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 an amazing feeling it's a, it's a great honor but it's something that I feel like like really anybody can do and 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 just because of that I'm I'm I want to tell people do this please please advocate please please research advocate uh, inform your you know inform your friends inform your family if they're if they don't know anything about it it's always good to have everybody in the know Nice and so where do you where do you see as a young person now, where do you see the cannabis medicinal industry going? Where do you see that kind of going? I feel like, I, and I feel like this is this is a very obvious thing to, to a lot of people. It's going to blow up. It is going to blow up within the next, you know, four, eight, 12 years. We're going to see a huge, huge rise on the cannabis industry, not just as, 
I feel like not only medicinally, but just in general, it's going to, it's going to really blow up. But I feel like, I feel like people are really going to begin to recognize the medicinal value. They're going to look at, at um, cases like mine or cases like yours or just really anybody. And they're going to, they're going to begin to realize that this is not just, people aren't, people aren't getting stoned all day, right? There are people who really do need this and who really cannot live without it. And people who, who will die if they don't have it. And it's, you know, it's, it's really horrible that, 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 uh, that a lot of people will, will say that it's, it's, you know, we'll say all these terrible things about it, but you know, here I am, <laughs> I'm alive. So um, kind of picking up off of that or picking on the, the back of that question, what's the future hold for you, Connor? Um, what's the, you know, what's the next few years look like for you? What do you want to uh, accomplish, I guess, maybe with respect to cannabis, but also NASCAR and, you know, right. whatever else you might have going on. I, man, I have, there's a lot of things that I really, that, that, that we have lined up. It's going to be really exciting. It's going to be really <laughs> exciting. So if you're, if you're, you know, if you're tracking my story, keep tracking it. We've got all kinds of things coming up with not, you know, uh, we've got all kinds of, of racing things coming up in the next, uh, next year, two years, three years already. We've got, uh, a whole bunch of lawmaking stuff. We're going to try to, um, we're going to try to get it legalized a little bit more federally. We're going to get some things done with, with, with on the federal level, which is really exciting. Uh, cause now it's not going to be just people in my state, but people, the entire country. And that's, that's really looking, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Um, I just, I, I like to help people, you know, I, I like to yeah. make sure that, that, you know, I just, I like to make sure that, that people are, are going to be, I like to make sure people have safe access. Yeah. That's, it's been my thing for, for a while now. And I really want to make sure that I can continue this legacy and I want other people to follow in, in these footsteps. Cause it's really, it's, it's anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. It's really cool. Um, yeah, we're recording this, um, you know, we'll release this podcast in the future, but right now we're recording this on January 23rd. So we're just a few days into a new Congress and a new uh, presidential administration. And so there's a lot that could change in the next couple of years um, with respect to cannabis. Um, Congress, or sorry, the U.S. House of Represent Representatives passed the MORE Act at the end of December. It's kind of anyone's guess uh, what's going to be allowed into the Senate, the new Democratic Senate and whatnot. But you just kind of teased a little bit that you're going to be advocating. Uh, you said, I think you're right, you're in Maryland, so you're not too far from D.C. Um, are you reaching out to senators and, and representatives to try to get the ball rolling? And I, I guess, you know, I didn't expect to ask this question of a teenager, but I'm curious um, which bill like you're really interested in. Cause right now I just saw on the news, I think yesterday, the day before people were talking about passing the safe banking act this year, which right. is cool, but you know, and that would actually even be helpful for us at Cannabis, And we're not, we don't even deal directly with cannabis. Um, but you know, the safe banking act only gets us so far, obviously it's just a banking act. It's not, right. you know, anything to do with access to cannabis per se. So yeah, curious what your thoughts are. Yeah. I honestly, I have a lot of faith in, in this, um, newly elected government. I feel like, like no matter what side of the spectrum you're on, you have to agree that, that this new, that this, um, this newly elected government is going to give up, it's going to push us so much further when it comes to anything related to cannabis than, than our last one, or even the last five that we've had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, this is, this is going to be probably the most progressive and I think it'll be good, not just for cannabis, but just for just everything. And 
I, there's, I think if, if there's, if mm, I can't say there's one specific bill that I'm looking forward to, cause there's a, there's a, a lot Several, of, yeah. yeah, there's tons of cannabis things going in already that are not, a lot of them haven't even been written up yet and, and they're already making the rounds. So there's nothing in particular that I'm, that I'm exclusively looking forward to yet, but I guarantee in the next few weeks, something's going to catch my eye. <laughs> so cool. So you think that, um, we'll be hearing more in the next, you know, couple months or whatever from For sure from uh, Congress about some bills. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I'm super does- curious. This has been really cool. This has been really interesting to connect with you, Connor. Is there anything um, that you wanted to kind of share with us or kind of talk about that you're, you're stoked on or just want to share with the audience? Towards the end of this year, maybe maybe next year we're not sure yet we have giant plans when it comes to racing we have really really big plans so keep an eye out keep a really really careful eye out especially towards the the last two quarters of this year we we had some crazy crazy stuff planned where should people go if they want to keep tabs on what you're up to so you can follow us at Connor Sheffield Racing on Facebook. We're currently in the process of getting an Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff set up. Uh, it's just been a bit of a hassle on our end. Um, our first races are going to be in Florida. We're gonna have a we're gonna be at the Florida Speed Week from the fourth to the fourteenth. Um, that'll be super fun. So if this comes out by then, then definitely keep okay, an eye on that. February. Yeah, yeah, February fourth yeah. to the fourteenth. That'll okay. That'll be a fun, fun week. Awesome. Anything else, uh, JR, that you wanted to ask Connor? Oh, I think, I think JR froze is frozen. Oh. <laughs> Connor, thank you for your time. Oh, there we go. I think you're back. Am I unfrozen? Nope. Yeah, there you're unfrozen. There we'll, you are. We'll, we'll, read, we'll redo that. All right, I'll say. Hey, oh. JR, anything else you want to you wanna ask Connor? Well, first, I'd really like to thank you, Connor, for your time and for your advocacy. Um, I appreciate you sharing your story. Um, I think the more that people get educated about stories like yours, uh, the better it's going to be for all of us as a nation and as a, as a species, I should say. Um, I'm a huge advocate for cannabis oil. I think microdosing cannabis oil can bring a lot of benefits to anyone and everyone. And uh, like I said, I really appreciate you coming on and giving us your time. And I wish you the best of luck with all your future adventures. Thank you. It's been awesome being on here. I, I love I love coming on to these things and, and, and talking with people about this stuff. It's so it's really exciting to hear what other people think about it. So it's it's been it's been a huge honor to be on here for real. Awesome. Thank you, Connor. Thank you so much.